0: Hello everyone, welcome to episode 7 of Manage the Wild. I'm Nick Madsen. Today we're going to be talking about territories and the resources within those territories. This is always a fascinating question for me. Uh, Why did the animals, whatever animals they are, decide uh, to set up shop and build a territory versus that of migration? On the other hand, why would a mule deer travel a couple hundred miles when they could just sit in a field? And all these things are an evolution, they're all evolutionary strategies that have developed over time. Uh, some mule deer migrate, I don't know, 30 miles, and others will go hundreds. How large is the territory of a coyote versus its neighbor? And a lot of it depends on what resources are available. I think territories in southern Utah are definitely going to be di- different for coyotes than that of northern utah where the resources are different southern utah they lack water northern utah they get massive snowstorms and so all these things are going to change based upon the areas and the locations that they live but there's so much that goes on into territories and the resources and their ability to hold on to their territory and resources one thing that's Definitely true is the more fit the animal is, the more capable they are of holding onto their territory and the resources. Also, the more time they spend in their territory and understanding the resources, the harder they're going to fight for it. Picture you moving into an apartment that you don't own, you're paying rent for, and you walk out and everybody's trying to get into your apartment, everybody's fighting, you've only been there an hour. And everybody's fighting to break down your door or they're fighting outside you're not gonna stay in that area very long you just don't have enough time put into it that makes you even want to stay it doesn't look attractive now let's say you've moved out to the country you have a hundred acres and you've lived there for 40 years and now you have people trying to come and take your land from you just like the show Yellowstone you're gonna put a lot more effort into that territory versus one of an apartment that you don't own because you've spent so much time there understanding the resources and developing. Animals go through the same thing. And what's funny is they come to know their neighbors just like humans do. There's a an effect called the deer enemy effect that says at first uh, these two territories bordering each other, they're enemies, and they're constantly fighting to establish a border. And then over time, they become friendlier and friendlier and less contentious once they each understand where that territory and those boundaries are. And I think that uh, that's very similar. Uh, just like in humans, you'll see that uh, until a new individual moves in and completely disrupts that situation. The other thing that's interesting is if... An intruder is allowed into a territory for a long period of time. That intruder starts to feel that that territory is theirs. They start to gain an understanding. And they will fight harder than if that intruder is quickly dismissed from the territory. So the longer that you allow an intruder into your territory, the more more difficult it will become to, I guess, evict that intruder from the area. So it all boils down to the the question of whether to migrate or whether to set up shops. And also it changes based upon sex as well. Females tend not to travel as far from their natal territories, so to speak. Males uh, generally get pushed further. Why? Because all the males that hold these territories are fighting for the females and they're allowed to stay close by where the males are fighting for territories, trying to set up shop. And so males are generally forced a lot further away from their natal uh, territories where they were born. All right. You guys have a great day. Stay wild.